morning prayer on the 16th of December. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Reveal among us the light of your presence, that we may behold your power and glory. Blessed are you, sovereign God of all, to you be praise and glory for ever. In your tender compassion, the dawn from on high is breaking upon us to dispel the lingering shadows of night. As we look for your coming among us this day, open our eyes to behold your presence and strengthen our hands to do your will, that the world may rejoice and give you praise. Blessed be God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. The night has passed. And the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. Psalm 75. The refrain is, God alone is judge. God alone is judge. We give you thanks, O God, we give you thanks. For your name is near as your wonderful deeds declare. I will seize the appointed time. I, the Lord, will judge with equity. Though the earth reels and all that dwell in her, it is I that hold her pillars steady. To the boast, as I say, boast no longer. And to the wicked, do not lift up your horn. Do not lift up your horn on high. Do not speak with a stiff neck. God alone is judge. For neither from the east nor from the west, nor yet from the wilderness comes exaltation. But God alone is judge. He puts down one and raises up another. For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup, well mixed and full of foaming wine. He pours it out for all the wicked of the earth. They shall drink it and drain the dregs. God alone is the judge. But I will rejoice forever and make music to the God of Jacob. All the horns of the wicked will I break, but the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. God alone is judge. Judge of all the earth. Restrain the ambition of the proud and establish among us the reign of the Messiah who drained for us the cup of judgment and is alive with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the second letter to the Thessalonians, chapter 1. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot the poem in response to Psalm 75, a poem by Malcolm Guide. When darkness fled before your holy word, you brought a world of beauty into being. The sons of morning sang, creation heard the song of heaven, and its echoes fleeing still stir a kind of music in our hearts, as traces of that light transform our seeing. And when we hear those echoes, heaven starts a song in us and lifts us into praise, and then we know the wickedness that hurts, the sin that harms creation. The dark maze of our confusions will be broken up and cast aside. We lift our heads and gaze at you in wonder, for we see the cup the psalmist feared, 
so full of blood-red wine, is now a cup of blessing, life and hope. And now we hear the reading from 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. Paul, Silvanus and Timothy to the Church of the Thessalonians in God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We must always give thanks to God for you, brothers and sisters, as is right, because your faith is growing abundantly and the love of every one of you for one another is increasing. Therefore, we ourselves boast of you among the churches of God for your steadfastness and faith during all your persecutions and the afflictions that you are enduring. This is evidence of the righteous judgment of God and is intended to make you worthy of the kingdom of God for which you are also suffering. For it is indeed just of God to repay with affliction those who afflict you and to give relief to the afflicted as well as to us when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, inflicting vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. These will suffer the punishment of eternal destruction, separated from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his might, when he comes to be glorified by his saints and to be marvelled at on that day among all who have believed because of our testimony to, because our testimony to you was believed. To this end, we always pray for you, asking that our God will make you worthy of his call and will fulfil by his power every good resolve and work of faith, so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Here ends the reading. Reflection on the reading from 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 by Andrew Davison, taken from Reflections for Daily Prayer. According to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Persecution can strengthen bonds between those who suffer under it together. We see that in our reading today. Within this persecuted church, the love of every one of you for one another is increasing, says Paul. Persecution can also lead to bitterness towards persecutors, however, and a sense of distance from anyone who does not closely belong to our own group. That is also on view here, with the language of vengeance and separation. That language can make our passage today difficult to read. Talk of vengeance and separation might seem a long way from the message of peace and forgiveness that we associate with the gospel, a long way perhaps from what might have drawn us to Christianity in the first place. If so, if the reading is otherwise difficult to connect with, one feature it may offer us a toehold. Notice how central Jesus is. He is mentioned many times, six of them by name. Paul, or his follower if Paul did not write to Thessalonians, tells us that judgment belongs to God and is in the hands of Jesus. We can take that to heart. Paul or his follower was equally sure that Christ's judgment will be one of widespread vengeance and destruction. We can leave that to Jesus, knowing that he came to save sinners. On the last day, mercy may triumph more than was obvious to the writer of 2 Thessalonians.
let us respond in faith. Now is the time to awake out of sleep, for the night is far spent and the day is at hand. Now is our salvation nearer than when we first believed, for the night is far spent. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and put on the armour of light, for the day is at hand. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh, for the night is far spent and the day is at hand. The Benedictus begins and ends with the refrain, Look towards the east, O Jerusalem, and see the glory that is coming from God. Look towards the east, O Jerusalem, and see the glory that is coming from God. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Look towards the east, O Jerusalem, and see the glory that is coming from God. So we look towards the east. We thank God for the promise of a glory beyond our imagining. For Jesus Christ to be revealed again. We ask that we may take strength from that and that all our persecuted brothers and sisters may also take strength. We pray for them all, for all upon whom pressure is mounting in China, in India, all those who live with persecution and pressure in parts of the Muslim world and in the midst of conflict. We pray for those parts of West Africa where raids are attacking schools and villages where people cannot feel secure. We 
and as well as praying for our persecuted Christian brothers and sisters. We remember all who are persecuted for their faith, whatever it may be. All those for whom the way of faith is being driven out or authorities are trying to drive it out. We continue to pray for the, the Uyghurs and other persecuted minorities in China. Lord, as we do not know the persecute pressure, real persecution here, help us not to be complacent Not to be so vague about our faith, that there would be nothing to persecute us for. Help us to understand why people cry for vengeance, but to take courage too from the faith that Christ has drained the cup. remember that the cup that Jesus drained led to the offering to us and to the world the cup of blessing life and hope may all those who share in this cup whether actually drinking from the cup or virtually participating in it at this time of coronavirus. May all those whom the cup of life and hope is part of their lives live transformed lives. May we be forgiven for our sins. and walk each day in faith and humility with you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Today, USPG suggests that we give thanks for the brilliant work sign language interpreters do in enabling people to communicate. And we pray for everyone who continues to make the world aware people who have difficulties in communication and also we pray for those who continue to make the world aware of internally displaced people in all the conflict zones of the world who still don't receive the full international protections given to refugees. Open the eyes of the world to the troubles of these people. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer.
these days before Christmas when we may be increasingly busy. Whether it is in preparing things in our churches or in our homes, in communicating with our families and friends, in sending wrapping presents, sending cards. Let us pray that these yearly actions may not be distractions but vehicles of our faith. Ways of drawing close to God by drawing close to others. We do pray for all the preparations for worship in church and worship online. We pray again for those who tend only to worship at Christmas, that they will find services that they can join in with and will want to do so. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We commit ourselves to God for this day. In the words of the prayer of John V. Taylor, Lord Jesus Christ, alive and at large in the world, Help us to follow and find you there today. In the places where we work, meet people, spend money and make plans. Take us as disciples of your kingdom to see through your eyes and hear the questions you are asking. To welcome all with your trust and truth and to change the things that contradict God's love by the power of your cross and the freedom of your spirit. Amen. O Lord Jesus Christ, who at your first coming sent your messenger to prepare your way before you, grant that the ministers and stewards of your mysteries may likewise so prepare and make ready your way by turning the hearts of the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, that at your second coming to judge the world we may be found an acceptable people in your sight. For you are alive and reign with the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May the Lord, when he comes, find us watching and waiting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen.